It's one o'clock. I'm Barry O'Rourke. The top stories. Hong Kong marks the National Day holiday. The latest batch of consumption vouchers is paid out, with Hong Kongers receiving either $2,000 or $3,000. And President Biden says he will not be intimidated by President Putin after Russia annexes four regions of Ukraine. Senior officials have marked the National Day holiday by attending the traditional flag-raising ceremony at Golden Bohemia Square in Wan Chai. Violet Wong reports. Chief Executive John Lee, government officials and Executive Council members, among other guests, stood as the flag party marched into the venue. The national and SAL flags were then raised as the guests sang the national anthem. Helicopters displaying the two flags then held a fly past over Victoria Harbour. Former Chief Executives Carrie Lam, C.Y. Lung and Donald Zung were also among those who attended the ceremony. A reception was then held at the Convention and Exhibition Centre. In a speech at the Convention and Exhibition Centre, the Chief Executive John Lee thanked Beijing for always supporting Hong Kong. Violent Wong again. Speaking at the reception to celebrate National Day, John Lee said one country, two systems had proved to be the best institutional safeguard for the long-term prosperity and stability of Hong Kong. The CE also noted the central government had helped the city combat the pandemic earlier in the year, saying Hong Kong people would not forget the speedy assistance offered. Mr. Lee said the SL government would not lie flat in the face of COVID, but would allow the maximum level of economic activity when risks are controllable. He said he was confident about the city's prospects as it transitioned from order to prosperity, adding that Hong Kong had countless advantages. Nearly 6.5 million Hong Kongers received the most recent instalment of the government's electronic consumption vouchers today. Those using Octopus cards for their vouchers are getting $2,000 today and a further 1000 in December. People who opted for Alipay, BOC Pay, PayMe, Tap and Go and WeChat Pay are getting $3,000 today. The Financial Secretary, Paul Chan, earlier said the vouchers should lead to over $15 billion worth of spending. The executive director of the Travel Industry Council, Fanny Young, says she doesn't expect cruise ships to make a quick return to Hong Kong. This week, the government said cruises would be able to operate again from next Thursday as part of a partial relaxation of COVID social distancing measures. Speaking on an RTHK programme, Ms Young welcomed the move but said it would be months before any ships would berth in Hong Kong again. To have a cruise company move its ships back to Hong Kong, firstly, it requires a lot of preparation. The cruise line also has to see which vessels can be brought back. As for when cruise ships can return to Hong Kong, we're not too optimistic. We hope this will happen on or before the second quarter of next year. A taxi driver has died after losing control of his vehicle in Wong Tai Sin yesterday evening. Police say the 57-year-old appears to have collapsed while driving his taxi along Lung Cheung Road. As he approached a slip road at around 11pm, the taxi suddenly rammed into barriers and then a slope. The man was declared dead about an hour later after being rushed unconscious to Caritas Medical Center. President Biden has warned Russia that the United States will not be intimidated by reckless threats after Vladimir Putin announced the annexation of four occupied regions of Ukraine and vowed to defend them at all costs. Mr Biden said Russia would not get away with seizing its neighbour's land by force 
and he promised to continue providing Ukraine with weapons to defend itself. Mr. Putin proclaimed the annexation in a speech in Moscow, casting the conflict in Ukraine as an existential battle against the West. I want the Kyiv authorities and their real masters in the West to hear me, so that they remember this forever. People in Luhansk and Donetsk, Kherson and Zaporizhia are becoming our citizens forever. The U.S. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan said there was a risk that Russia might consider using nuclear weapons. At various points over the course of this conflict, including right at the outset, Putin has brandished the nuclear card. He's doing it again. So the risk has been there from the start. It's there today. I'm not going to characterize its exact level, only to say that we have been taking this seriously for some time and we continue to take it seriously now. President Zelensky of Ukraine reacted to the annexation by launching a fast-track bid to join NATO, a move that's sure to anger Moscow, even though there's no immediate prospect of the alliance granting membership. Mr Zelensky accused Russia of redrawing borders and said dialogue would only be possible when there was a new president in the Kremlin. South Korea's military say North Korea has fired two short-range ballistic missiles off its east coast. It's Pyongyang's fourth launch in a week. The launch comes after the navies of South Korea, the United States and Japan staged anti-submarine exercises yesterday for the first time in five years. It also follows a visit to the region by U.S. Vice President Kamala Harris. And to sport and in football, and the English Premier League returns this weekend with two massive derbies. In the early game today, it's Arsenal versus Tottenham, and just over 24 hours later, it's Manchester City against Manchester United. League leaders Arsenal have won six of their seven matches so far, but are just one point ahead of their North London rivals, with Antonio Conte's side still unbeaten. Here's the Spurs manager. We have just started this league, for sure. Arsenal uh, had a fantastic start. They lost only one game against United, and then uh, they are showing to be a really, a really good team. I think that in the summer uh, they made a good sign for them and improved the, the team. Charlotte Dunker from the Times newspaper says this one's almost too close to call. It's one of those cliches, isn't it, that you say about derbies and you're never just going to know what's going to happen because if you look at the way the both, both teams have started the season, I think they've both conceded seven goals. Spurs scored 18, Arsenal scored 17. So I think there's obviously lots of goals in both the teams. Son got a hat-trick against Leicester in the last game. Gabriel Jesus has been really great for Arsenal. So you'd like to think there was lots of goals in there, but then would you be surprised if either if it was a bit of a cagey 1-1 one one draw given how strongly thin defensively it's one of those cliches but you could see it going any way possible. In tomorrow's Manchester Derby, United's new manager Eric Ten Hag gets his first taste of this historic fixture. I play many derbies <laughs> and I know what derbies what they are, what rifles, what they are doing with each other. And I think and I know it's the most important game in Manchester area. Having overseen a dramatic upturn in fortunes at Old Trafford with four consecutive top-flight wins, Ten Hag was awarded the Premier League's Manager of the Month award for September after leading his side to fifth in the table, five points adrift of Man City with a game in hand. However, no United manager since Alex Ferguson has won his first Manchester derby and free-scoring City go into the game favourites to win on home turf. The Premier League's newest manager will make his debut today when Roberto Di Zerbi 
steps into the dugout for Brighton. Could it be tougher than a visit to Jurgen Klopp's Liverpool at Anfield Stadium? Here's what the Reds' boss has to say about that. It's a difficult league in Saudi Arabia and it's football. So I should not forget that. And um, I think my colleague is rather adventurous. I, I don't think it's from Sassuolo going to, to Shakhtar Donetsk. He's now a move I think, yeah, uh, he's just happy to to do what he's doing and wherever somebody asks him to do it. So that's absolutely fine. But in the end, for all of us, it's um, kind of the holy grail uh, arriving in the Premier League. Liverpool are four points behind Brighton in the table and have won only two of their six matches so far, but head into the match buoyed by a 2-1 win over Ajax in the Champions League in their last outing. Max Verstappen can become Formula One world champion for the second time in tomorrow's Singapore Grand Prix. What needs to happen for him to wrap up the title? Here's the BBC's Jenny Gao. For him to be in with a shout of wrapping up the title this weekend, he must win. Now, if he does win, then he has to look down the order and Charles Leclerc has to finish eighth or below and Sergio Perez has to finish fourth or below for him to be in with a chance. Now, a fastest lap, throw that into the equation as well and it's slightly different, but the key headline, if Verstappen wins here and Leclerc doesn't finish in the top eight, he could well be champion. And out of the weather, it'll be mainly cloudy with a few showers and squally thunderstorms. Sunny intervals during the day with a maximum temperature of around 30 degrees. Moderate to fresh easterly winds and the outlook. Sunny periods, a few showers tomorrow, becoming fine on Monday and Tuesday. Winds will strengthen from the east in the middle and latter parts of next week. The current temperature is 29 degrees Celsius and the relative humidity is at 86%. To end the news, the top stories once again. Hong Kong marks the National Day holiday. The latest batch of consumption vouchers is paid out, with Hong Kongers receiving either $2,000 or $3,000 each. And President Biden says he will not be intimidated by President Putin after Russia annexes four regions of Ukraine. And that's all the news for now from RTHK. RTHK Radio 3. Workers should clarify their status as employees or self-employed persons before signing contracts. Many factors such as employment rights and benefits should be considered, and employment status is decided by both parties, not just by employers. Employees can refuse if employers change their status to self-employed against their wish. If employees don't get their statutory benefits, they may call the Labor Department complaint hotline at 28152200. I'm Dr. Emma Nam. The pandemic is surging with more contagious mutant strains. The elderly are at the highest risk if a new wave comes. Scientific data shows that those with stable health can receive COVID-19 vaccines. Take your elderly relatives to get the jab at community vaccination centers, designated general outpatient clinics, elderly health centers, private clinics, or hospital COVID-19 vaccination stations, or opt for the home vaccination service. Hit Music Radio 3. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. So it's all about the race. Whether it's the warm-up, the stretch, maybe you're just cruising, maybe you need to get pumped. Whatever it's about, it's all about the race. Whether that's on land, sea, or air. Here's Chariots of Fire. Right here on Radio 3 with me, Michael Lance, and The People Show.
I always think of Mr. Mom when I hear this. <laughs> Here's Spencer Davis Group. Give me some loving right here on Radio 3. Michael Lentz, People Show, Music Masterclass coming up in a bit. <laughs> 